It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In episode four of the NFL Vent Zone, we're confused by the Bills. Frustrated at the 49er Groundhog Day situation, pissed off at Eagles fans, and much, much more. Get involved and get it off your chest. Let's go. Hello, everybody. And welcome into the NFL Vent Zone, presented by Sport Tank. Ollie Ong and Chris Tebbett here, ready to help you through the trials hey, and tribulations. Yeah. We've got the champagne out already. Do you know why? Because I pronounced Tebbs' surname right. I can't actually believe it. I wasn't expecting it. It's like Christmas. It's like my birthday. Because you know I have like a bit of a um a script here just for like the first bit and i like i put i've now put like a massive gap in between your name just to note that, that, just a note that i need to stop yeah, um, yeah yeah so yeah cool that's good uh we're doing a podcast about the nfl so let's talk about that uh how's your how's your uh week been tabs i tell you what it has been <clears throat> it's been an interesting one obviously or when when that's when that second ticked down that final second in the Dolphins Bills game I was on the floor right here in my palatial estate in Coventry I was on the floor I couldn't believe it but it's been a it's been a strange week Tua does he have a concussion no he doesn't NFL PA you heard that but he's questionable for tonight's game against the Bengals so it's been a rough one in terms of uh NFL stories for me personally yeah well I mean it's uh with it's, it's what it's back it's back in ankle injuries. I mean, it looked, it looked very much like a, a concussion. It was pretty kind of scary to watch, actually, the way he got who, up. Who, who are you, concussion doctor? All right, fair enough. I take it. And so, I just like to add, this is the second we've only done four episodes of this, and the second time we've heard about your palatial estate in Coventry. Can I personally request a like, uh, like a cribs uh, thing where you go and give us a tour? 
<laughs> no, because no, because I'm moving out tomorrow. Oh, you're moving out tomorrow. So yeah, that's yeah. So time. no, you can't. Just, just you've just got to imagine the pal- the palatial estate <laughs> in um, Coventry. All right. So uh, uh, from a palatial estate to the vent zone. Uh, before we crack on into some of uh, the vents that we're going to talk about today, uh, Tebs, could you, as you do so very well each week, could you please remind the listener about the concept of the vent zone? I can do that just fine. Did you ever wake up early before school and you click on Channel 4 and it's an episode of Frasier? Did you ever watch Frasier when you were like a kid? Well, just imagine that me and Ollie are the Fraser and Niles Crane of your NFL fandom. Are you annoyed? Are you angry? Well, we're here for you to talk about it so you can be less stressed going into your week so that you don't annoy your workmates your girlfriend, your boyfriend about NFL stuff that they don't care about because they call it hand egg. And that's just something for you to vent about even more so. So we're here for you. Get it off your chest with the vent zone. Yeah, get it off your chest. We're here for you. Um, They're the messages. And uh, we hope you're listening because we would love to hear from you. We'd love to get some some of your vents on the show um, so that we can discuss them, so that we can try and make you feel better or just frankly prove you wrong because by uh, the way i i'm i think i'm fraser crane you're okay i, cool. I mean i i i honestly have no idea what you're talking about i was not what one of the, the people fuck yeah. what the fuck it's you right, don't I'm, know gonna fraser. After, I'm gonna do it after the podcast mate. it's fine i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna educate myself in the culture uh okay then right tebs uh i know you said you you're riding high on a wave uh you as yeah, your your dolphins are riding high on a wave. That's quite a good pun there, if anyone wants to know. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm sure there's uh, there's still stuff that you're going to be uh, wanting there's, to. Vent there's, about. There certainly Let's is, it. And, it, and it involves the other three and O team, the only other three and O team in the NFL, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this vent is not specifically directed at the football team. You know, the football team is doing well. Hertz is having, a, is having a, uh, a great time. But the Philadelphia Eagles fans, you, different gravy. So this is now story time <clears throat> with Tebs. Let me sit up. If I could change the light into mood lighting, I will. I was fortunate enough to be in Philadelphia January 2018. What happened in January 18? January 2018 for the Eagles. They beat the Vikings to make it to the Super Bowl. And I was in Philly. And I tell you what, I was out that night in Philadelphia. Now, I'm sorry, Philly fans, but do you know what they did, Ollie? Do you know what they did? The the lampposts in Philly. They greased them. They greased the lampposts. And yet people still found ways to climb them. And I was very fortunate enough to watch one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, which was a man doing a front flip off a car roof and landing flat on his fucking face. Hilarious. He got medical attention, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. But but beers were had, and it was, it was, it, it, honestly, I think there would have been the same reaction if the Phillies, if the Phillies, if the Eagles won or if they lost, because it was, it was horrible. I mean, I had a great time. I got drunk. You know, there were some uh, women there who were, <clears throat> Lifting up Eagles jerseys, who who knows? Um, you know, all all, uh, all good things like that. Uh, Paps blue ribbon and Yingling was being slinged left, right, and centre. But have some decorum, please, 
Philadelphia Eagles fans. And I know this is coming from a Miami Dolphins fan, and you always see these reports that the Dolphins fans sometimes have makeshift strip clubs at their tailgates, and that guy set fire to six cars by leaving his barbecue <laughs> on. But just calm it down, Philly. Have some have some decorum. I think they do have a bit of a reputation uh, right they, for, for winning and losing. They, they kind of have these extreme reactions. <clears throat> Um, they do you not remember they threw batteries at someone portraying Santa? That's right. what Eagles fans do, right? Get some sense about you. Also, the color of your jerseys is ugly, and your team's wank, and your city's wank as well. And cheesesteaks aren't that good, right? Just grow up. And Fresh okay. Prince of Bel Air, you should have stayed. You know, okay, you made the so right this, choice. This you begs the a question. Choice. This begs a question, Tebs. Do you think that Philly fans are the kind of people that? like the Raiders fans last week would pop champagne in the third quarter and then go on to lose. Do you reckon they've got that kind of arrogance to them? No, I think that they are a lot... It's certainly, if they worked it, it, was, it wouldn't be champagne. <laughs> it wouldn't be champagne. It'd be a six-pack of beers that they'd funnel into one of them hats with the, with the, with the straws on. You know, um, they... They're, like, Raiders fans probably aren't going to be, you know... Well, not so much fighting in the stands. <clears throat> I see it as if there's if if the Eagles have a drive at the end and it goes nowhere, and someone behind them is wearing, say, a Commanders uh, jersey, a Philly fan will just go full Sylvester Stallone, channel the statue, buff right hook, and you know, that's how I see Philly fans or Eagles right. fans. I, okay, I'm... that's good. That's good. I like that. I mean, this was back in 2018, so this is four years worth of pent up frustration. So it's a good job we brought out the podcast. That's all I'll say. Now, the thing I do want to add though is, um, we are we are an all encompassing podcast. Everyone is welcome here. So I'm just going to fight, not fight the corner for the Eagles fans, but I'm just going to spread a little bit of positivity uh, to any Eagles fans listening because we do want them to pro- to come back. I'd say, don't we, Tev? Because <laughs> All I'll say is this is quite a bold uh, way to open up a podcast and uh, and uh, basically ensure that there's there's thirty one other there's thirty one other fan bases. So let's talk, let's talk about the uh, <laughs> the the actual team because you've already gone ahead and said that they're wank and I I think that's wrong. Um, I've actually well, pinned the, well, them... the problem is Ollie. Well, I'll defend myself there. <clears throat> when it gets in like to the season, when it gets a bit late into the season. As far as I'm concerned, anyone, any team that um, isn't uh, the Miami Dolphins is a wank franchise and they should fold immediately. Fold the franchise, start again, be like, I don't know, like the, the Austin Cobras. Fold, right. yeah. Well, it's good that we're, we're, we're sticking to kind of rational and sensible suggestions on this podcast. <laughs> That's not why people come, though. They also, come uh, for... Actually, but before, before I go, one thing I will say about that particular scenario is obviously... The Eagles weren't really in the Super Bowl. They weren't really Super Bowl contenders very often. <clears throat> so I understand why they acted like that on the night. I'm sure when the um, when, when the Dolphins make the Super Bowl uh, this year, I'm sure that I will be running down the streets of uh, Cheltenham with my shirt off. Um, yeah, crying. I want to see that. And that is definitely something that I'll also request a video of. But just very quickly... Eagles are vis- the most exciting team for me to watch. I found that <coughs> Jalen Hurts has just been incredible. AJ Brown is my favorite wide receiver. Well, bro, you're you're you're, you're Jalen hurting my feelings with these with this amount of lies that you're telling me right now. Dallas Goddard is a tight end. Their defense has been solid as well. Unnecessary venting. There we go. We're out of time. Um, 
<laughs> sorry, producer Chris. Uh, we'll move on now to the next I'm one. I'm not sorry. That was a job. Uh, right then, so uh, my event. Uh, that was a sorry, sorry game that took place on Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Broncos and the 49ers. This is uh, like you have been winding us up kind of through these first few weeks, Tebs, and uh, we tried to defend ourselves, but I think we're running out of, I don't even know what, but we're, we're just not looking good at all. I mean, going into that game, if you'd go back to the preseason, that was two of the most hyped teams in the league. Uh, the 49ers with young Trey Lance were definitely billed as Super Bowl potential from the NFC side. Uh, the Broncos coming from the, the newly strong AFC West with Russell Wilson and their uh, offensive weapons already in place. They were going to be a threat as well. And then 11-10, all of those skill players, that's all they could accumulate, 11-10. And my particular event, as you probably would not be surprised about, is uh, about uh, the quarterback position uh, <laughs> uh in the in of the uh, red and gold team, uh, the 49ers, because it's been a really frustrating position for the last couple of years, really. And uh, it was heartbreaking to see Trey go down. And then it really felt like Groundhog Day a little bit watching Jimmy Garoppolo be our quarterback again, because it was like, oh my God, we've had so many days exactly like this over the last five years. And yes, I know it's it seems bad to complain because we've had some good runs in that time going to a Super Bowl and, and falling just short last year. But his... Like his pocket, just seeing him kind of like scattering around in the pocket and then throwing limp passes, under-throwing Debo Samuel on what could have been a touchdown, throwing it into the middle constantly, getting that interception that happens in every single game. And then the cherry on top, the icing on a very miserable cake. (laughs) He steps out the back of the end zone to take a safety, (laughs) giving an absolute gift to the... uh, um, the Broncos, they get two <laughs> points. Here we go. There's a the He's even got Safety a first, Chris, yeah. And uh, how many points do we lose the game first. by? How many points do we lose the game by? One point. So you can quite literally pin the loss on that particular moment. I mean, we should have won the game. They didn't win it. We just lost it. It was disastrous. So, yeah, another frustrating week for the 49er faithful. It's It's so strange because, like, because I, I don't follow the 49ers, all I can really, all I think is, well, didn't Mr. Garoppolo take you to a Super Bowl? I'd be yeah. sort of thankful for that. But then it sort of begs the question, how did he get to the Super Bowl? Well, what would you say in, in how did Garoppolo... So Jimmy Garoppolo has an, the ability to deliver a ball well when it's perfectly schemed for him. So uh, Carl Shanahan is an excellent like uh, play caller, well, play designer, um, his play calling is suspect uh, at times, but he's incredible at scheming up a, a play where Debo Samuel is uh, like got 20 yard radius of empty space around him. Uh, and in fairness to Jimmy Garoppolo, he, he's very good at dropping back and then darting a throw in there that might be like a 10 yard, 10 yard throw. And then the 49ers have got a receiving core. Uh, both wide receivers, Ayukan, Debo and Kittle, who are among the best for yards after catch. So the, they can just get on, he can just get the ball to them quickly and they do the rest. And we've had a really good defence as well for the last few years as well. So it's been one of those situations where he's a game manager. Um, and the way uh, I listened to a 49er podcast and the way that one of the hosts on there, Eric Crocker, sums it up is you can always get over 
the team is good enough to get over one massive Jimmy Garoppolo mistake. There's going to be some in the game. If there's one, the team can probably get over it and we can get the win. If there's two, we might struggle. If there's more than that, we're definitely going to struggle. And this weekend, there was two. There was the interception <coughs> and the well, uh, well, safety. Well, what, what, would you not then say that because Garoppolo wasn't going to be thinking he would be starting... Does he not just need a few weeks to sort of heat up a bit, get those mistakes out of him? Obviously, game um, deciding safety. Um, but do you not yeah. think that like, just just a couple more weeks, you you'll be back in the back in the mix? Yeah, potentially, and there's every chance of that. But I think the other the other thing that is potentially concerning at the moment uh, is the fact that yeah, Carl Shanahan is a good um, coach. But I think that people are starting to wonder whether the genius, uh, the genius play design was actually Mike McDaniel, who has now left uh, and uh, is looking pretty good in Miami. And Carl Shanahan has had made some really questionable calls. The first drive typically is fantastic. We looked like we we were really good at the beginning of the last game, but then as soon as it got into kind of making it up as you go along, um, it became a bit of an issue. But yeah. Honestly, we'll hope, better? hopefully, you feel right. yeah, I do feel better. Good, no, Tev's just a lie. I, I will never, <laughs> no, you're ruining the concept of this show. <laughs> I know, but I just need if someone can miraculously heal Trey Lance's ankle and just so that we're not deprived. Um, donate, anyway, I don't donate, get, donate your ankle to him. I don't want to get, I don't want to get flagged again. <laughs> Too late. Uh, yeah. all right, then. Uh, Next event, we're going to Sean, uh, who is annoyed at Red Zone. NFL Red Zone is possibly the best thing that's happened to TV in a long time, especially if you're an American football fan. However, in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed that the game that they're showing on Sky seems to be the one that they're showing the most of in Red Zone, which totally defeats the purpose of it. Um, I think if I want to watch the game on Sky, I'd watch the game on Sky. So I want to see all the other games as much as possible on Red Zone rather than that one. Just a rant for this week. Well, what do you what do you, what do you what do you think about Red Zone? Because I've I've got a very controversial opinion about Red Zone. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Red Zone fucking sucks. I mean, you're wrong. Red Zone fucking sucks. Why would I? Why would I not just want to watch my team play? I don't want to watch all the other fucking. Dickhead squads play. Fuck all these other squads. You know, I'm not interested in. Uh, oh, oh, I get to watch Vikings and Lions when Jared Goff throws a wafty touchdown. No, fuck off. No, I want my game and my game only. Well, I think there's two very strong arguments against that. That, and that's just two that have sprung to my head straight away. First of all, uh, American football, well, NFL, uh, as you're very well aware, is heavily dominated by advertising. So it cuts out all of the advertising. It's just pure action. Second yes, of all day, before I, 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 can see the, I can see the rage in your eyes. You just simmer down, please. Could you just take a step back, deep breath, and uh, you'll have your moment in a, in a second. Um, and then the second one is uh, NFL fantasy football. Fantasy NFL has become a huge part of the game. And like it has, like, I mean, I don't have any numbers to support this, but I'm fairly confident that it has grown the sport massively in terms of probably bringing a younger audience into it. And, you know, for me, as like when I sit there on a Sunday night, I like watching Red Zone because I can keep an eye on all my fantasy players. So have at it. Number one, I need to find out about specific drugs like Bepanzatol and all of its 50,000 
fucking side effects during an, an interruption while three players are down for the Dolphins. I need that. How else am I going to know about Bepasmanol? You know, um, the fantasy thing's a good point. I didn't think about that because my fantasy team's so good, I don't actually have to watch anything. But for me, for me I think it's just because I can't focus if I watch Red Zone. Um, to be fair, know, I'm, like, I'm trying to get my girlfriend into watching um, American football and like friends before. And I say, look, Red Zone is great. We'll, we'll watch that. It's all action. And we'll be like an hour in and she's like, so what's going on? Like, has the game started? Are we just watching that's highlights? It. It's like, that's like, it oh, for, really for me. And I know it's, I know it, because that's basically what it is. It's a live highlight show. Um, and again, I guess it's just sort of, um, it's either me being selfish or me being a, a Super Mario Dolphins fan that I'm, I genuinely am not interested in other teams' games. I'm really not interested. Um, like if I'm up late on a Thursday or a Monday, I might just stick the old um, <clears throat> the old Monday night Thursday night football game. But when it comes to Sundays, like if 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 I'm staying up late, I will put a game on in the background, but I won't pay attention to it. So you don't unless unless your boy has got fat bills on some games, <laughs> then Red Zone I think comes into it. so. Betting and fantasy, that I understand. But for me, it's just, I want to watch my game. And I love Scott Hansen. He seems like a lovely bloke. But for me, it's not my cup of tea. I just want to know what's happening in my game, my players, what's happening with the score. Do I cry? Do I scream? Do I pleasure myself watching it? That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. Let's not get a video of that one, please. The... uh... So you don't feel the pain of uh, of Sean then? I I do feel the pain from because I've, I've, I feel I feel the pain of my games being blacked out because oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's week three and the Dolphins have had two games that have been blacked out. Like that's the pain that I feel. Yeah, well, um, it's so annoying because for me, I like I, I like setting up with Red Zone on the main screen, get two laptops out, get games on them, but then like when you're watching the Sky game on the laptop and then. Mm. It showed so much on Red Zone that you're basically just watching the same thing. And, and, for, and for me, what happened for me? What happens is Red Zone is like slightly ahead of my other feeds, so I will like watch, um, like for example, if I watch like Miami score a touchdown, it's two plays behind for me, so I can't. I just don't like it in the sense of it doesn't. It makes it. It makes my viewing experience worse mainly than makes it better um so <clears throat> i understand that i'm very much in the minority here you see at the start of um the nfl season that people love red zone they can't wait for steve uh, scott hansen to say seven hours of uninterrupted no advertising football um so i'm very much in the minority i'm fully aware but you love red zone you can pay attention to it god bless Tev, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree and uh, mutually move on as podcast co-hosts and still as friends, we've survived. Um, but yeah, thanks for, to Sean for sending that one in. Um, I definitely still love the red zone. Uh, okay, then. Right. <laughs> uh, we want to hear vents from you, please. Uh, yeah, we're here to help the fans and we can't help the fans uh, unless you send us your vents. So the best way to do that is nflventzone at gmail.com. Get your vent sent into us. It just has to be a voice note. Or if you don't like your own voice, 
Uh, you can, uh, you can, Tevs is just distracting me so much on screen. <laughs> Make sure to watch this as well if you if you get the chance. Um, right, this podcast is presented by Sport Tank. Uh, Sport Tank is a really fantastic organisation focusing primarily on Britball, but also the NFL as well. Tebs here is the media guy for Sport Tank, so we're absolutely graced uh, with his presence. And uh, maybe you could just take 30 seconds to just tell us a little something about what Sport, what Sport Tank is. So, as already said, it's we are an independent, non-biased organisation focusing primarily on British American football, whether that be uni ball, senior ball, or the women's football, which is new. I brought that in. <laughs> um, but we're now starting to go out into the NFL. Why? Because we need to tackle the NFL space. It's wide open. It's wide open. We're going to crack it. That is Sport Tank. Go there for previews, reviews, analysis. Or if you're a sport, normal Sport Tank viewer, go there for uni ball rankings, senior ball rankings, women's football content. <clears throat> it is all there. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. MySpace, maybe not MySpace, but you get the point. What about, what was it, um, Bebo? Bebo, um, Tumblr, we have, might have a Tumblr. Um, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, then uh, we really got it, all, all bases are covered for this wonderful sport of hand egg, so that's good. Fuck uh, off. <laughs> oh, don't, or I, I'll, change my, I'll change my next thing because up the, that drives me up the... Oh man, I might change my next event. Sorry, Cash, he's got me on one now. He's got all right, me. On all one. right, all right. Before we go down a rabbit hole with that one, send your events in NFLventzone at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to swiftly move on to the next event. So the next event came from a friend of mine who's a Bills fan, uh, but he <coughs> he doesn't like his own voice and he didn't want to uh he didn't want to record a voice note. So he's just uh, sent me a few things over Messenger. And basically he was shocked to see that when the uh, Bills lost this week to your Miami Dolphins, they ran 90 offensive plays to Miami's 39. So we've got a stat up on the screen here, which took from the NFL website. Um, they had the highest time of possession, 40 minutes and 40 seconds in a non-overtime loss since week seven when the Jets lost to the Patriots. They held the ball for 40 minutes and 40 seconds and still managed to lose. Now, I'm a massive Mike McDaniel fan and I've enjoyed watching the Miami Dolphins as well. So, I don't get me wrong, I'm delighted that uh, the Dolphins won. But it does beg the question, how on earth did they manage it? And I did some further digging and I found out some things that I think are very interesting. Tebs, do you remember a few weeks ago we had a venter on the show that was uh, uh, claiming that the Bills were the ultimate bottle jobs and that they should not be the Super Bowl favourites? I do. Well, you might write... I've got so I've got a stat here that actually supports that case quite a lot. So, over the last seven one-point games, uh, one-score games, this is dating back to twenty, the beginning of twenty twenty-one. Out of the last seven one-score games, the Miami Dolphins, oh, not Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills have won precisely zero of them. So, since twenty twenty-one, they've either won big, or they have lost in a one-score game. Now that's quite a shocking stat, and it, it does make you think that when they lose to like Miami in the way that they did this week, it's not just like it's not just luck of the draw. They didn't just get a little bit unlucky. They didn't, you know, like ninety plays, and they just they didn't get it across the line. There's genuinely something here, I think. And when you consider, I was looking back at the games last year, and 
like some of the teams that they were losing to as well. It's yeah, a, like it's I, an I alarming specific, stuff. I specifically remember their, I think it was, I want to say nine to three loss against the Jags last year. Like that yeah. one was a shocker. No one saw that coming. Like <clears throat> defensive struggle. Um, but I think like the, the sort of concept of the Bills being, you know, <clears throat> career bottle jobs is, it is there. I think they're going to come back. Uh, this week, because they've got the Ravens. Yeah, um, I think which is really interesting. That's going to be th- a really interesting game. It's going to be a very interesting game, um, especially because they're losing their corner. They're they they're really depleted in the secondary, and um, Re- Lamar Jackson is absolutely dealing at the moment. I love that Rashad Bateman uh, second year wide receiver. Oh, right? They Duvernay, Duvernay. He, Devin he, Duvernay he, as well. He, he caught some absolute slugs on Sunday. It was delicious. Mark Andrews, like it's good, mate. Honestly, I would love it. I would absolutely love it if they make it uh, eight losses from the last uh, eight one-score games. Because that, I mean, there's there's something there that is an alarming stat. It makes you question whether it's the coaching, whether that maybe it's Josh Allen. I mean, they had a four against you guys. I can't remember it fully. You'll you'll be able to correct me, but. Three or three minutes to go, was it when they had? Oh, it was just before the butt punt. Yeah, there's three minutes to go, and they had a four. Um, that that was shocking. The thing is, they with, failed the, on a fourth down. The thing is, with that game, like, not since like senior ball in summer have I seen uh, the amount of American football players looking as unfit as I did on oh, Sunday. Yeah. They were. They God were bless them. They were they were blowing. I mean, out. That, there was that shot. There was that shot, wasn't there? Of um. Tua and Josh after the game, and it, like Tua just had Josh Allen like caressing him on his shoulder. It just oh, like, yeah. absolutely. Um, and obviously, the meme that came out of that, um, Josh Allen's dad Tua tagged yeah. my lover in my hug, uh, which made me <laughs> laugh. But that seems like you look at that game, and it was <clears throat> just cramps everywhere. Like God bless both teams, but especially Buffalo coming out where it's cold to where it's yeah. hot, and then obviously the, the 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 thing the big shout out for the Miami Dolphins again. I don't think that was a very convincing win for us. I'm happy that we won, but we won because they couldn't clock it in time. Um, so I'd say who won that game uh, for the Dolphins was the people who built Hard Rock Stadium to the, where the away team has to has to be in the sun and the home teams in the shade because that killed the Bills. But think, but Borsi got to think about um, the Dolphins. Obviously, ninety plays from the Bills from on offense. The Dolphins' defense. <clears throat> the, the 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 event we had a few weeks ago in regards to the Dolphins' defense being poor. I feel like that Venter can, in fact, zip his mouth now because that game was that game was a wholly a defensive game from the. Uh, Miami Dolphins, and we came away with a win against a Super Bowl contender. It was good. Yeah, it was a, it was good. Right, uh, time for us to move on. Hand egg, hand egg. <laughs> I can't do hand egg because it's not specific about the um, NFL, and no, that's just, you, that's just gonna... that, that. That would be me just having a personal beef. You're wound um, up. Yeah, but you have a personal beef against Madden, or maybe that's been relinquished now. No, so this is news. it. This is this is probably one of the worst brags on the play you're ever, ever, ever going to hear. <clears throat> but it's a brag for me personally. Over the last few years of buying Madden religiously, as you do, despite them being the same game over and over again, EA, um, I buy it every year, and I always intend to, you know, make yourself 
either you know make yourself look better as in you know six foot six with with arm muscles and but staying true to life having massive calves um you know um but there's one thing that i was never able to do to sort of increase my realism out by creator character and that was include my last name on the back of my jersey this is how you spell Tebut. Ollie, you might want to write this down. Tebut? T-E, exactly. T-E-double-B-U-double-T. Now, you see there are four le- there are four letters at the end there, but, B-U-T-T. And Madden would not allow my last name to be on the created character. Now, <clears throat> this year, Madden 23... Or as, or as Cash put it there, Madern 23. <laughs> um, as he goes to change it. Um, Panic. They have finally allowed me to have my full last name in there. Not with one T, but with two Ts. And let me tell you why it was stupid in the first place. Because the Broncos had a player called Jake Butt on their team. And they have had him for years, but they would not allow Tebbett. I'm not sure if Tebbett's a swear word in, like, I don't know, Croatia. I don't think it is, but finally. Yeah, can we get producer Cash to just check if Tebbit is a swear word? Could you just check all 230 languages, please? <laughs> That's great. <thank laughs> you. That. that was quick. You have done it. <laughs> no, I haven't done it. And uh, out of uh, pure protest, I refuse to do it. And uh, yeah, just for pointing out my spelling mistakes. So that's my uh, weekly input. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we've got to go easy on Chris. He's got a lot going on, you see. He's uh, he's multitasking like in a way that you and I would just not understand, Tevs. Uh, right, Madden, Madden is um, Madden is your friend again, and I'm very pleased about that. I, I look, I hope, <laughs> I know that you'll wrap up the podcast tonight and you'll go and play with yourself and you'll enjoy that greatly. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly will, especially because <laughs> the Dolphins and Bengals is on tonight. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll have one screen on Dolphins, Bengals, and the other I'll be playing myself. All okay, night long. so everybody, can you please leave the podcast with that picture in your mind? Tebs is going to go off and play with himself now. I'm going to leave it there because I think we're going down a dangerous path. Uh, thank you to producer Cash for um, his spelling mistake. Thanks to Tebs for his hot takes as per usual. Uh, thank you to Sport Tank, of course, uh, for supporting us with this podcast. Uh, please do go check out the Sport Tank socials. Um, and if you want to send a vent to us, because we want you on the show, we want to help you remember that, nflventzone at gmail.com. Send us a voice note, send us an email. We'll get it on the show. We'll discuss it. Uh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.